Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast to help you live boldly, fight for the freedom you are worth, and do the redemptive work in this world that we are all called to do. Here, we deconstruct systems, thoughts, and ideas that have been holding us all back from being everything we are called to be by having tough conversations that intersect faith, self-worth, social justice, mental health, motherhood, careers, and more. The goal? Change the world. One conversation, one act of resistance, and one person at a time, starting with ourselves. Why? Because you are meant for this life that you have been called to. Welcome back to Meant for This, and welcome to a quick mini so that I wanted to throw your way in honor of Black History Month. I know you heard in the season premiere of Meant for This, the season three premiere, that the episodes will now be bi-weekly. However, I just felt like I needed to throw y'all a little something-something for Black History Month, and I may just do it again. And any other time, I want to throw y'all something-something. A mini so may come your way. The beauty of this new direction of Meant for This is that the content is going to really be much more versatile. I'm so glad that I have allowed myself, freed myself from the must stick to one niche and only one niche like chains. That 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 was so frustrating for me um, in my previous line of work. I'm glad now that I now that I'm writing and creating content about hum- humanity and liberation um, and yes, the, the the core thread of it is is dismantling white supremacy and white supremacy culture. This touches every single thing. This touches not this touches motherhood. So there will still be motherhood stuff, but this touches health. This touches mental health. This touches careers. This touches work. This touches, um, you know, just in, anything personally. This touches identity. This touches everything, literally everything you can think of, this this is going to touch in some way, shape, or form. Because liberating ourselves from white supremacy culture means liberating ourselves from the need to, to strive for the ideal whiteness standard that white supremacy has told us that we have to strive for. That is what this is all about. And that touches every single area of our lives, including how we identify as people. Now, there is a lot of controversy going on right now about teaching racism, anti-racism, anything that they say relates to quote-unquote critical race theory, which is not critical race theory, but critical race theory is just understanding that racism is institutionalized and structural in our country and in our society. That's all it is. But there is large controversy about this. They're banning books left and right. They're they're stopping kindergartners from learning about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. because we don't want to make anyone feel bad about being white. That is the elephant in the room. When whenever we talk about racism, anti-racism, we call out whiteness in any way, there is this this feeling that this isn't a direct attack on white people, that you hate us, we should be ashamed of being white, and we should just walk around with our heads hanging down. 
I'm here to tell you that that's not what this is, okay? That is not what this is at all. And I want you to really listen closely to this. You should be, no matter who you are, you should be proud of who you are. That is what God made you to be. That is the DNA inside your body. There is nothing wrong with being your race slash cultural ethnicity. Nothing wrong with that, okay? Unfortunately, there is structural history in the creation of not only this country, but Western society as a whole that deemed white people as superior. And with that, that chosen belief, there were certain standards and characteristics and ideals that came from this that that aligned with with white people so to speak that then became the standard for all and if anybody else does not assimilate to that then they're not good enough let's back up for a second quick history lesson this also used to include white people that were non quote unquote Aryan or from England. And I can't remember exactly what the other what the other countries in Europe were, but like if you were it's well known that Irish, the Irish were looked at as less than. It's well known that the Jewish were looked at as less than. It's well known that People um, that identified as Catholic, but from specific, I think like Southern Catholic or whatever, was also falling under this category. It's well known that there were groups of white people that were, there were other, there were, there were races within the white, like the white race was not a thing at first. It was just groups of white folks and some were superior and some were not. But when slavery grew the institutional the institutionalization of slavery grew there needed to be justification for the enslavement of african peoples and that's where race came to play okay i'm not going to go into it it's what much more than that but that's where the creation of the white race and there was the negroid race which was us and then there was the mongoloid race which was anybody who was of asian descent Okay, that's where we've consolidated this. And this was to kind of placate pretty much anybody that was white, but maybe considered to be less than that was a way to kind of placate them like, well, listen, you you may not be as cool as me. You may not have as much privilege as me because I'm rich and I'm a plantation owner, an owner and all these things. But at least you're not black because at least you are free and at least you, you know, at least you're at least you're not enslaved for life. So. It's better to be white and poor than it is to be black and, you know, to, to be black in general at, at, at this point in history, right? So that's where the kind of creation of the white race comes from. And as America grows and immigration grows and just every, all the, the, the different countries that immigrated to America just kind of come together, we have this this, what's the word? We have this, we kind of move away from different groups of white people 
kind of and and the and in in a way a pride in your ethnic identity as who you are as a Jewish person as a, as a Polish person as a German person as someone from Nor- Norway as someone from the Netherlands or what have you that same that 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 cultural identity still exists in Europe but we don't really have that here you may know you have the privilege of probably knowing where your ancestors are from because your story and your culture wasn't stolen from you the way it was stolen from enslaved black people but are you still really is that is that cultural ethnicity still a part of your core identity or has that gotten lost in the pursuit of the white american standard that white ideal i received a comment on one of my posts recently that was stating this very thing that in realizing that the pursuit of the white american ideal standard is so strong and is so, it's so convinced in us that that is the only way that this particular commenter was like, I've completely lost touch with my German identity, with my German heritage, because I've been taught that just white, white and whiteness is the best in, in what matters and you must assimilate. And that assimilation is it includes the cultural heritage of where white people tend to come from, right? So all that to say, you're talking you're probably thinking to yourself, like, what does this have to do with capitalizing the B in black? Well, let me tell you, okay? This is a co- this is also a common controversial issue. You capitalize the B in black, but you don't capitalize the W in white. Why is that? Because black is more than a race. So the white race was created to create a supremacy and a hierarchy of anybody that, you know, is of European-ish descent, okay? And that's what that is. That's, that's, That's the reason why it was created. From that was the Negroid race or the black race was created. But because we don't have the same privilege, most of us, not all of us, not everybody, but most of us do not have the same privilege to be able to say, I know that my ancestral ties are in this particular country or this particular country in Africa. We don't have that privilege. Our our culture, our traditions, our spirituality, everything was stolen from us when we were stolen from Africa. So all we have is like African descent, perhaps African-American, maybe where, I don't know. Because all we can pretty much trace back to is probably the, the, the first relative that was allowed to even be accounted for on a census. That's all we got. And that was generations into slavery. And most enslaved people do not know where the original person in their lineage would have came from in Africa. Now, yes, we have the the technology now to do a DNA test and kind of see where that is. And But now that we're so removed from that, we're going to have lots of mixtures of things, of course, and just like anybody else's. But f- what was birthed from enslavement and brutality and trauma and and the and the ripping apart of families and family lines and everything that has gone on with the black community as a result of racism and white supremacy 
what has birthed from that is the beauty of this be- this beautiful black culture, this beautiful black heritage, this ethnicity. Black is just as much an ethnicity and a heritage as it is a race for us. And because we can't say, we can't just like, you know, if you're Caucasian, if you're white and you're listening to this, you can probably say, I know that my great grandparents were from blank. Insert this thing here. You probably can't. Not everybody can. I get that. But most likely you can. I cannot sit here and tell you at all where I am from. And I have this weird feeling or this weird like, not problem, but this weird angle to kind of like work through because I'm also adopted. So I have like, which one do I identify with? Do I identify with, you know, when I, when I, when, if, and when I do an ancestry test, it's going to tell me my DNA that's going to be linked to my biological family, but I don't really connect with that as much. I don't know if my black biological family as are descendants from slave of slaves, or I don't know, or I should say enslaved persons, or I don't know if they are descendants from you know, we have an entire black diaspora that was descendant that that is here from Haiti or Jamaica or whatever. And that too is also from enslavement because we know that enslaved, um, excuse me, enslaved persons were not just sent to the United States. We know they were sent all up and down North and Central and South America. So that should explain to you right then and there why we got black folks all up and down and where, because these were all indigenous lands to begin with. So it's not there's there's a lot of history there that that needs to be unpacked. I'm not going to pack right now, but like that's also why we have black people in Central America and where that enslavement comes from, okay? So or excuse me, where where black people may come from. And we have black people that have immigrated here too. So we have black Haitians, we've got or you know Haitian Americans, we've got African Americans that have immigrated here from Kenya, from Ethiopia, from where have you, and they know where they're from, right? We have that. So that's not everybody, of course. But for those of us that don't have any idea, which I know for, I do know for my biological family, it, it was just black. There was no, I don't think there was any ties to um, a, a direct immigration, but I'm not sure. I, I can't say for sure. But do I identify with that or do I identify more with the family genealogical ties of my adopted family, which I'm not biologically connected to, but that's my quote unquote family tree, right? And I was lucky enough to be adopted by a black family. So thankfully I kind of have, I have the, the, that I will have that connection, but it's kind of weird to not feel connected to either one. Either way, I don't know what makes me black. I know that my my biological father was black. I know that my biological mother was not, but I also know that I identify as black because that's just what I know and that's how I choose to identify. But I don't know exactly what makes me black. I know that I'm black and I'm proud though. And that is my culture and that is my heritage and it's so much more it's it's not the color of our skin. Our skin is not even black. So that 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 right there should show you like this is not even about skin color. This is about reclaiming and being free to love who we are. Because even though I've always been proud to be black, there's always a part of me that hid it as well. There's always a part of me that felt like, but I can't be too black, but I can't be too this, too that. Can't wear my hair a certain way. I want to make sure that I that I assimilate so much enough to make sure that I'm palatable. Capitalizing the B in black is about not being palatable anymore. 
It's about saying that my blackness is more important than assimilating, assimilating to white supremacy culture. And whatever my blackness brings to the table, that that's what matters, right? And if you're black and you're listening to this, I hope you just, you know, you're amening and you're like, yes, of course, woo, awesome. If you're Caucasian and you're listening to this, I hope that you're able to understand that it's not about erasing white or the white race or white people or saying, don't be proud of that. It's by saying the definition of whiteness that we have grown to know and understand and love, or not love, excuse me, whoa, grown, grown to know and understand is not, is not that, that, that creation has been created to oppress. So how do you be proud of who you are? Be proud of your cultural heritage. I am of German ancestry. I am of insert ancestry here. And make that part of more a part of your identity than the strive for the traits of white supremacy culture and what white supremacy culture is, tries to tell all of us that we all must be. As if we're supposed to walk around and just be clones of one another and only be a certain way. That's not beautiful. Right? So this Black History Month, I hope that you, number one, understand why we capitalize the B in Black. Because call us Black. That's... It, one last thing I will add to this. If you are someone that struggles with saying the word black, like you're just like, oh, it makes you uncomfortable, please don't. We love being black. Society and white supremacy culture, white supremacy has tried to shame and racism has tried to shame us, make us feel like being black was the problem. Being black was never the problem. And that's another reason why we capitalize the B. Being black was never the problem. It was never, a, it was never the problem. Racism is the problem. Hatred is the problem. Fear is the problem. Power is the problem. The love of power, the love of money is the problem. Not being black and not being white either. Being white is not the problem. It's what people who came before you decided that white was supposed to represent and used it to oppress others. So it's saying, my whiteness does not allow me to oppress other people. No, 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 no. That's what that's about. All right, you with me? You're feeling me? I hope you're I hope you're feeling me. I hope you're feeling me. You might be asking, well, what's next? What can I do next? Number one, you can join my Patreon because we can have a conversation about this. On Patreon, every single Friday, I have conversations. I have a weekly QA. And that's where it'll just be a post, it'll be text written out. You can drop your questions. What should I do? How what are my next steps here? How can I, as a white person, you know, go forth and kind of not deny my whiteness, but essentially deny the whiteness that is from white supremacy and more so own who I am as a cultural being and as and my cultural heritage? Or how can I, as a black person, be more proud of being black? Maybe you struggle with that. I know I used to. I, I, I don't think that exists too much anymore, but I know I used to really struggle with being really, truly proud to the, to the fullest of myself and the fullest of my humanity and the fullest of what black culture means and represents. I used to struggle with that. So I'm I'm right here to tell you, like, I used to put assimilating to whiteness above my blackness. And that is no more. Right? So however you're feeling or whatever comes up in you, inside of you after listening to this episode, come over on Patreon and we can chat about it on Friday or we can chat about it in our monthly Q&A. I do a monthly live Q&A um, live stream. So that'll be either in Patreon or via Zoom, kind of working out the kinks there. But that's a one where I'm talking to you. And those are every first Friday of the month at 3 p.m. And then every 
Friday weekly thereafter, I have a text one where I drop a, I just drop a post and I say, ask me your questions and we have a conversation and I'm able to, I'm able to ask you that because I'm not going to be doing that in my DMs. So that'll be happening on Patreon. So however you want to do that, please go ahead and do that. Um, well, other than that, just be proud of who you are. Be proud of culturally and ethnically who you are, no matter who you are. That is the point here. And of course, as it is Black History Month, and if you're listening to this during Black History Month, please be sure to honor and celebrate the fullness of Blackness. Find Black joy, Black culture, Black music, Black television, Black black books, just Black, Black, Black. Just find it all and, and, and soak it up because it's a beautiful, rich cultural heritage that was birthed from stolen from stolenness, from, 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 from what tried to be erasure. And, and this is what we've created and we're proud of it. All that said, see you guys in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's surprise mini episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you love what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.